Hey, I'm Gina Keeping, ex-classroom teacher turned mindset and business mentor. Not too long ago, overwhelm and stress was my norm. Now, I have created a life where I help entrepreneurial women create an unstoppable mindset and teach them how to grow and scale their own businesses, all while getting their own gifts out into the world and creating an impact. Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast where each week I bring you an inspiring person or message where we talk about all things life and business related, where our conversations are real, the information is inspiring, we have a splash of fun, we have lots of laughs, and we dive into life lessons and deep conversations about all the things. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome back, friends, to another episode of the Keeping It Real podcast with me, your host, Gina Keeping. Okay, (laughs) today we're going to talk about female friendships. So I have to start out by saying that I really do have the best friends anyone could ever ask for. I will need to be honest and say, though, I think there was a time where I definitely didn't realize how good I had it. So today, as I'm recording this after snowshoeing with my best friend, where every Friday we get together, it's our day to connect on our lunch break. We either go for a walk, a snowshoe, a ski or skate, or sometimes even just to grab a coffee. And then after that, I was cold. And then I met another amazing friend for a coffee after before I picked up Dwayne for Nacho Night. But as I was sitting down with Heather for coffee, after talking about friendships and all of the cool things that we talk about, I said to her, you know what, what am I going to talk about on the podcast on Monday? And we decided that it was going to be on female friendships. So we had a really good, honest chat. So I have to give her a shout out because she inspired this episode and some of the things that I'm sharing in here, um, you know, she shared with me. So this is like a duality of an episode, I guess you can say. And I've also had this conversation about female friendships with a lot of women. So chances are there is somebody listening and maybe that's you who is currently struggling with a female friendship or currently struggle with trying to find female friendships. And I hope this episode gives you some guidance. So when I was preparing for this episode, I had to look back and I had to ask myself, number one, how have I been so fortunate to have the amazing friendships that I have. Like, man, I have the best people in my life. And oftentimes I have people say, oh, Gina, you're so lucky for the friends that you have. And while I am so grateful for all my friends, and if you're listening, I'm so grateful for you. But as you know, this did not happen by accident. Friendships do not happen by accident. I didn't just get these incredible humans in my life by by chance. I worked at them. They worked at them. We made friendship a priority. And if I really stopped and I looked at how these friendships were formed, it sure the hell wasn't because of all the shiny things. So I decided to kind of just write some things out and I actually did some really deep journaling on how have these friendships come to fruition and not just friendships, like relationships. And I think the biggest thing that has helped me create the relationships that I have is honestly 
being willing to have the tough conversations and to be open and honest in them. I have a policy with my friends that not just like, oh, this is our policy, but together we realize the importance of this. And we have made a promise to each other that if something feels off, we have to bring it up and we have to talk about it. We cannot let it fester because something that goes untalked about or something that goes left unsaid, it usually festers and it can really damage a relationship. We don't gaslight each other when the other person brings a concern or a feeling or a tough conversation to the table. Instead, we approach the conversations with honesty and love and we talk it out because we want the best for our friendships, the relationships um, and for the people we care about. Right. And in this circumstance, it's going to be friendships. So I'm just going to keep saying friendships because this applies to anything. But we're going to stick to friendships. Um, And as I was journaling this one out and writing it out, it just got me thinking, like, how many relationships have been lost from the lack of communication, from misunderstanding, from assumption, from being too scared to have the uncomfortable conversation? I don't want that in a friendship. If I have shagged up and I've pissed somebody off and I've hurt somebody, then I want my friend to bring it to the the table so we can talk it out. My friends mean that much to me. And this kind of brought me into a second important piece of we have really gotten good about not making up stories and assumptions about what the other person is thinking, doing, reacting, uh, etc. Because if you think about it, everybody has different availability. Everybody reacts differently. And Sometimes I feel in relationships, our egos get damaged. Like we send somebody a message and they don't respond immediately and we make a story up about it. Or somebody is really busy for a week or two, or maybe they're in a busy season and they're not able to do the things that you really want to do. We make a story up. Oh, they must not like me. Our friendship's not important. And I think especially in this world now where everything is so instant, We make up stories based on not getting that instant response. Like nothing triggers a person or triggers a made up story. Like those three dots coming up on your screen in a text message. And then there's nothing. How many times have you made up a story from a friend who started writing you and maybe something came up or maybe they got distracted and they didn't get back to you right away? Immediately we go to worst case scenario, make something up about it and we start to create a gap, right? But the way we get around this is to promise the honesty of a conversation. Back to number one, right? We all have different lives. We have different circumstances. And in my relationships, we understand that. Is it perfect? No. But what's perfect anyway? You know, we're we're continuously working on this. When we're triggered, when the ego comes in to try and tell us a story, we remind ourselves that we're very different. We don't make up stories. And if we can't move past it, what do we do? We talk it out, right? So having the ability to come back to communication instead of wondering if something is wrong and wondering if you did something to upset the other person, if you know that communication is at the forefront, then this takes away all of the other steps. A third key thing that I feel has been pivotal in the development of the relationships with my friends is accepting and supporting each other even if we don't understand the other person. 
we can give our opinions, we can have conversations, we can not completely understand, but still be there to back them up. I have one friend who I say I see her minimum of three times a week. She supports me by asking about my events, asking about my work. She's interested. She cheers me on. But what I do is not necessarily her jam. She doesn't come to my events. She doesn't like my social media stuff. But that doesn't mean she doesn't support me. She supports me in the way that she can and that she knows how. And that is more than good enough for me. And I feel we have to drop these expectations around what it should look like. And this is huge, folks, because as long as we have expectations on how people should react, we're always going to be disappointed. Now, let me be quite clear. I'm not saying accept shitty friends, but I am saying that we cannot expect our friends to react the way that we would. And placing the expectations of, well, this is how I would do it is not fair. So accepting and supporting the other person, even if you don't understand, as long as it's based on honesty and, you know, support and all that kind of stuff. Like I said, I'm not saying to accept people who are treating you bad, but I am saying that we can't expect everyone to react as we do. And we have to support that people are different in how the other person shows support. This friend of mine, this is how she shows support. I show support in a different way. The next thing is really hard, and I feel like this is one that's deeply rooted. And when this characteristic is presented in a friendship, this is probably the one that I struggle with the most, and it's jealousy. In my really good core friendships, there is no jealousy or judgment. And if there is, we talk it out and don't let it fester. But judgment and jealousy can be the destroyer of a friendship. And once again, if you are not self-aware enough that you can bring this to the table and have a conversation, it can be the thing that will destroy a relationship. So understanding and stepping into the energy of that person is not competition. I'm not here to judge that person. Um, I can disagree with that person. I could feel that something is wrong, but we come back to the table. It all comes back to that communication, right? And then another key point that I was like, ooh, yeah, this is a good one, is that we support one another. It's a two-way street. Relationships, while they will ebb and flow, depending on the season, what people are going through, they have to be mutual. The effort, the support, what they bring to the table, and I've had to let some friendships go that were totally one-sided. And how I knew they were one-sided is when I stopped giving, the relationship ended. So relationships have to be a two-way street. You cannot expect a friendship to grow if only one person is putting in the work. And I cannot express the importance of this because I feel so many people want the friendship want the end result, want the support, want the connection, but they don't want to do what's necessary for it to grow. Friendship takes work. It takes effort. It takes prioritizing. It takes making time. It takes putting in the schedule. It takes really tough conversation. It takes showing up for one another. You cannot grow a relationship if you're both not supporting one another. And the last one that I really wanted to hit home with that was a missing piece for me um, a while back 
and one that was really, really challenging for me. But I let my friends see me cry. Even saying that still, you know, evokes some emotion in me. I let my friends see me hurt. I let my friends see me not be okay. I let my friends help me and support me. I let them be the person that I leaned on. So many of us as women will be the carrier, will be the supporter. But in order for a relationship to go deep, you have to be willing to step up and be vulnerable. And those really core things, they were six things that I was like, oh, these are really key in my relationships right now and how they've gotten to the place they are. And while this is my experience, this is not the golden rule, but I truly, to my core, believe a strong friendship of any kind is built on communication and willing to listen and grow together. And If you're currently struggling with a female friendship, I do understand. I know this shit is not easy. When I lived in BC, I had many connections and acquaintances, but not really any true good friends. And I know that I was only there a year and friendships take time, but Oftentimes, female friendships are hard to solidify. And if that's you, I just wanted to give you a couple little tips that have worked for me when I've been trying to make new friendships. I feel in different seasons and as we learn about ourselves and as we grow, we need different kinds of people and different kinds of friendships. So when I moved to BC, I was looking for friendships. When I moved into the business world, I was looking for female friendships that knew about business and knew what I was going through. So I think it's natural to be actively looking for people who support us on our journey. And one friend often can't support us in every area of our journey, because if they don't completely understand what you're going through, it's really hard sometimes to get into that nitty gritty. So anyway, I won't go down that slope. But if you are in a situation where you're struggling right now with female friendships, just understand that it takes time. Friendships take time and a lot of people have a lot of walls up. So allow yourself to navigate that and realize it takes time is huge. Another thing that you can do is take initiative, like be the person who reaches out, be the person who asks the other person to go for a coffee, be the person who goes to that Facebook group and says, hey, who wants to grab a virtual coffee? Be that person who goes and tries something new by themselves. You have to take initiative. You can't wait for things to come to you. Another thing is, and I'm going to come back right to the beginning, Don't be afraid to have that honesty and the tough convos right up front. I had a friend, I think the very first time that we met in person, we were walking around Kitty Vitty. And after we left the walk, she wrote me and she was like, hey, gotta be honest, this just came up for me. And we talked it out and our friendship got so deep so quickly. And I realized that, you know what, through her vulnerability and through our connection by her opening up and saying that, Our friendship just kept getting stronger and stronger. Another tip that I would really (laughs) wish that I had known when I was younger is that you get to pick. (laughs) You don't have to give up pieces of you to fit in. You get to pick who you be friends with. And if people can accept you for who you are, 
and who don't value you or don't see you as an amazing person that you are um, or don't value enough to have tough conversations. And if it's not mutual beneficial, you don't have to be friends. Quality friends matter. And I think sometimes we accept people into our lives and we change who we are and we don't have to do that. We are in a world where if you allowed yourself, you could really have some deep, meaningful conversations. And then I guess the last thing I'll I'll recommend is say yes, say yes to opportunities. Say yes to get yourself in different rooms. Say yes to get yourself um, hanging out with different people in different environments. We often want people to come to us and that's not how you're going to grow friends. And I understand, like I said, that this takes time, it takes courage, it takes vulnerability, but it truly is worth it. And the more that you step into allowing yourself to be seen and allowing yourself to be open and to ask for what you want in a friendship, the easier it does become. And I, I, I'm a little bit hesitant to bring this here, but I really think that we need to swing into the business area. And what does female friendships have to do with business? And I would be doing a disservice to this episode if I didn't talk about this piece because, oh boy, I hear the struggles all the time. And some of the things that I hear are like females getting successful and their friends only supporting them until they reach a certain level. And then all of a sudden competition or females tearing each other down to get that competitive edge. And all of a sudden that friendship goes right out the window. And my question to you is if you are seeing a common theme and if you do find it hard to make these female friendships, I really invite you to ask yourself the question, would I recommend myself as a good friend? Because often what we desire, we have to become. So many people want deep relationships, but don't want to do what's required to get it, right? And if you answered no, we have to challenge ourselves to ask some deeper questions. So what the heck do I mean by that? So remember at the beginning, I said like there was a point where I took for granted my friendships and didn't really see the gift that I had. Well, looking back at that now, some of my relationships were surface level. I was everything to them, but my part in it was that I wasn't being vulnerable. My friends didn't really know who I was because I had so many masks on that while I knew so much about them, they didn't feel that connected to me because I wasn't being completely open. And I had to take ownership in that. How can I expect to have like these ride or die friends if they didn't know the real me? If they saw Gina being together all the time, if I didn't have this connection with them. And once I dug deep and got to the root of it, it really allowed me to be seen and everything changed. My relationships got deeper. I wasn't pretending anymore. So I guess I ask you today, like, how can you take ownership instead of pointing the finger? and saying, well, this person's not a good friend and this person's not a good friend. Where can you step up your friend game and put out more of what you want to attract? And maybe it's like you stop waiting for that person to text you. And today you you send the text message and say, hey, I'm thinking about you. Or the next time a friend asks you how your day was, you're like, you know what? If it's a bad day, say it's a bad day. Or maybe reach out for that person that you've been admiring on social media and say, hey, do you want to go for a coffee? 
Or maybe you've been feeling a certain way about a friend and it's time for you to have that tough conversation. Two things will happen when you put yourself out there. You will either receive what you're looking for and you'll create a relationship that's so deep and so rewarding and will only get better with time. Or you'll have the evidence that the friendship is not what you're looking for. Either way, you win. And communication reveals everything. And we really need connection. We need support. We need to be seen. And together, we're better and we're stronger. So it's up to us to create those relationships that we desire. And they are worth fighting for. They're worth working on. They're worth putting in the effort. And not every friendship will be the same. And and the amount of time you can spend will vary. But make them a priority because in the end, who we have in our life is the most beautiful gift we can have. And I'm so freaking grateful and I'm getting teary eyed because I have not regretted a minute I have put into my friendships and the hard conversations that I've had and the growth that we've had together. My friendships have taught me so much and has helped me grow in ways that I would never have been able to if I didn't fight for my friendships and put them first. So to all my besties who do listen to this podcast and continue to stand by my side, I love you. I love you. I love you. Because around here, I normalize saying I love you to all my friends because I really do feel that way. Okay, this episode has gotten way too long, but it's such an important episode. And I hope you gained some clarity today. And thank you for listening. If you have a best friend who needs to hear this and who needs to know that you love them, then tag them in this, send this to them, have the tough conversation and do what you need to do and to fight for the relationships that you really want to have in your life. All right, my friends, have the best day. And remember to keep it kind, keep it fun, and always keep it real.